Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the High Connect Podcast, a weekly podcast where all we do is sell out multiple shows at Blaisdell Arena by cracking jokes and making people oh. laugh. And hey, no one does that better than my guest today. Former UH football player, Hawaii stand-up comedian, and the only stand-up comedian that can make you laugh or put you on your ass, depending on his mood, Mr. <laughs> Tumua Tuine. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How you doing, man? Man, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you in here because you have like a really like interesting story and like a crazy come up on the social media scene. And now you're doing like we said. You know, you're selling out Blaisdell shows. That is incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful and blessed to be where I'm at right now. It's, it's, it's are you are you floored? Like you wake up and you're like, what is going on in life? That, that's that sometimes actually. I don't know, but yeah. I, I'm just. It's all surreal to me, and it's mm. happening so fast, and I'm just thankful. Like I said, right on. Yeah. So, are, have you been uh, born and raised in Hawaii? Then, yeah, born and raised here. Um, my dad's side of the family is from from Waianae. Okay, and then my mom's side of the family from from Kaneohe East Side. Okay, and then um. Most of my life, we, we lived in Ever Beach, and then we kind of went, like, moved to Townside when I got into Punahou, and oh. then stayed at UH over there, you know, Townside, and then now they, we moved back to Westside, so. Oh, okay. So that's kind of, kind of like all over the place. So like yeah, gravy. yeah, yeah, yeah. So local gravy. boy for real, but like all over, yeah, that's <laughs> all awesome. Over, yeah, all okay, over. so you're a Punahou grad then? Punahou grad, class of 2014 state champs, just thought I'd mention that. Hey. <laughs> So that's where we can start then, because we can't start without talking about your like your football back. I went to. I'm from Kauai actually. Oh, Kauai. Yeah, so I went to Kauai High, and I'm I'm probably a bit older than you. I graduated in '09. So '09. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Kauai. Same same era. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. This is a good guy. Anyway, (laughs) uh, we can start off with the football career and whatnot then. So obviously, you know, you probably started back when you were how old? Yeah. Since shoot, yeah, since I was like eight years old or even younger than that, probably. So like football has always been. A big part of my life. I mean, because my 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 dad and my uncle were these big time football stars back Which in the day. Which I didn't know. Mike Michael yeah. Banks was just in Michael here talking Jenks. about it, and I yeah, was Michael like, Banks. "What? Is, what?" <laughs> yeah. So, um, my my uncle Mark Mark Tuine, uh, he's a well known name here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, he unfortunately he passed away when I was like about three years old. Oh dang. Um, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, he played for Dallas Cowboys. 15 years, three Super Bowls, two Pro Bowls. Wow. And yeah, yeah. it was back in the 90s with, with Emmett Smith, you know, Troy Dang. Them, so. That's when they were going off. That's when they was going off, yeah. That's what, what position did he play? Left tackle. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then your dad, you said, also played in the My dad NFL. played uh, for the Detroit Lions, um, defensive end, you know, and my dad played at UH as well. And then oh, okay. he ended up playing um, up in Canada for Edmonton Eskimos for about right on. six years. So. So yeah, football was. It's I mean, in your blood, in my blood, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just never get their height yet. So they're. Oh, how tall are they? They're You're both like tall, six bro. five. Oh, okay, that's yeah. not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm five eight. <laughs> five eight on a good day. Five and five eight and a half. But I mean, so. it still worked out for you because you know you ended up becoming a state champ with Punahou. You know, doing yeah. that, and you also became uh, recruited by UH Manoa, right? Right, right. So that was actually uh, Norm Chow. His last year, well, he recruited me. I never got a scholarship, so they gave me a preferred walk on. Nice. And I just took that. You know, I never want to go anywhere else. I wanted to stay home. Right. Play in front of my fans and family. And, you know, I did that. And I earned a scholarship with Nick Rolovich my junior year. So it came oh, out awesome. to be great. And oh, wow. So you got years, to play for the Rolo era then. Yeah, yeah. So I was there from um, he, when he first started and not till he left. So mm. he, I think he left like two years after I graduated. Okay, okay. Oh, no, right. a year later maybe, yeah. And sorry, right. what position did you play when you were at UH? I played uh, left bench. Oh, right <laughs> on. That's my favorite position. I'm good at that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I played, I came in. So at Punahou, I was a linebacker. linebacker. I came in as a linebacker, but I was kind of too small. And um, 
they didn't have that much safety, so they switched me over to, to strong safety. Mm, so I stayed stayed at strong safety, and then I pretty much um, just played special teams, though. So I made that. I, I was on the travel team and everything. So right every on. every other week we'd be traveling with the boys. So that was a great experience. That that what I even though I didn't play as much, I I, I love that experience as well. Just being around the camaraderie with right, right, yeah. yeah. And it's it's I, honestly that's like the college experience, right? Oh, yeah. You want to do the traveling, hanging out with you know For friends real. and stuff, and so it's it's a growing experience. And yep. one of the things that always caught me with football because I'm I'm not obviously not an athlete, I'm not anywhere near your size or anything, but uh, I was always like kind of bummed out about like football and basketball especially because it's a game of size. You know, it like is. no matter how skillful you are, if you're not a certain height or yep. hit a certain weight, it, it's going to be very, very hard. You're like got to be a point zero zero one percent player, you know. Exactly. Even for like the recruiting process. So like I know tons of guys who are like ballers in, in high school, in basketball and football. But, you know, these college coaches, these recruiters just look right past them because they're not big enough or, right. or not, you know strong enough and like that but it's all how you play you know so and it just sucks definitely heart yeah. over height you know yeah That's yeah exactly say. heart yeah. over height but it, it's just because like we were saying in the pro level they really just don't care if you have the heart you know it's yeah. just like you have to have a certain size you have to right. have the certain build and it, i guess i understand because when you're playing against like 300 pound linebackers and stuff you know you got to definitely be something at least but it is unfortunate because you know um some of well most of hawaii you know is a bit smaller on the smaller side right that's true even yeah. like yeah yeah the polynesian guys and stuff too are not they're not as big as like some of the other guys in the nfl and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you got to be very select and even if you have blood in your veins you know tuine, yeah, it, yeah. it still you know comes down to kind of like luck i feel like on the genetic side pretty much yeah, yeah. so i'm still waiting for my growth spurt should should come <laughs> <laughs> should come next week thursday I hey, think. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay okay we can schedule that in <laughs> then schedule have you back. In, yeah. <laughs> i love it man so was that like your goal when you were um growing up was oh, to yeah. be a pro okay yeah just to be a pro football player since i was small you know and then it so that's actually how i got into comedy too was that was that uh so i was while um, you're playing while i was playing so oh. my my junior year i took a stand-up comedy class because i also minored in in theater at uh what was your major Communicology. Communicology. Yeah, oh, my favorite, know, bro. You know what that is? Yeah. A lot of people don't know what that is. <laughs> Do you really know what that is? I thought you were joking. I thought no, that's no, communication. No, no yeah. It's a, it's a degree only at UH. So Wait, are you being weird. serious? I'm being serious, yeah. If you, if you Google the word communicology, it, the, the thing comes up red, like the, the red line underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not like, even a real... It's a grammatical error. But, so um, it's a mix of communications and... And like, it, it means like, the word literally means that, this is what UH said, the study of communications. So I guess communication is such a broad um, major. So they, they broke it down. So communicology is more like the speaking part of it. So like, like, like this right now, like broadcasting radio. Well, I, I mean, it stuff. worked out for you. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Mic, so so. I, I just took it on like just accidental and I was like, Oh, this is easy. You know? Cause I thought yeah, yeah. any, any degree is fine. Coloring book one one <laughs> is fine too. You should, you'd be surprised all the all the solis at UH they can't even I don't know how they got degrees but I don't know <laughs> it's UH <laughs> yeah it's UH no if they can catch the ball they can catch a degree yeah, there you know? you go. <laughs> I love it so you okay I so you that, took those classes and I minored in theater okay well because well, at UH when you if you're, if you're a football player they put you to this thing called the bridge program oh. which they kind of like prep you to like the, this is like the summer of my um freshman year at at UH oh, okay. uh, before I became a uh, a freshman before yeah. right before camp so they had all these football players there and then we have counselors and and tutors and they, they basically line up all the classes for you for your all four or five years that you're going to be there right and one of the classes is um like theater 101 because it's real easy you know yeah so like literally like, all the football players went through theater 101 so i, I we went through that and it, it was fun you know we were all playing around you know all these fun games and stuff and then 
And then it goes 102, 201, 202, like that. And I just kept taking it, kept taking it. And then my counselor's like, oh, you only need like maybe f- like s- four more credits. So like two more classes and then you have a minor in theater. I was like, oh, I might as well just do that. Right. So I did that. And then one of the class descriptions was stand-up comedy. And then so me and my other um, football teammate, Hunter Hughes, shout out to oh, him. Oh, I know Hunter. You know Hunter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The short, he, QB, right? The QB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so we both took the stand-up comedy class together. There's only like six of us in the class, me and okay. him and some random other people. And um, we took it. I just thought it was just going to be like, you know, we were just learning about comedy, learning about structures and mm. jokes. But you do learn those things. And the teacher, his name was Nick Murray. He's a, he's a, he was a fellow comedian. I think he's in Oregon now. But he taught us pretty well. And he taught us like how to find our voice in comedy, how, what kind of humor we like. And, um, and for our final presentation, we had to perform in front of a live audience for 10 minutes oh man so i just got we, like nervous yeah. right there because i didn't about know that it, yeah. at first so he told us this after like our first day of like, the class yeah and i was like okay i guess we're doing this you know so it was actually at anna o'brien's which is on oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. the irish pub bar i think they closed down because of the pandemic right on uh university yep close by um so I had to do 10 minutes and the whole football team showed up because me and Hunter was there and there. Hey. And then some, the people that know me, they know that I'm kind of like a quiet, shy guy unless I'm like real close at you. So they was like, what, tomorrow's doing stand up? No way. We got we to gotta check this out. So they came and um, I think, yeah, this was the, the year I turned 21. So I wasn't even like allowed to go into to bars to perform. Oh, right. You yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. You got to be, be 21. 21 yeah. yeah. So that year I turned 21. So I think it was like, my birthday's in January, so like I think February was like the first time I actually did oh, stand nice. up. But this was at the end of the the semester, so <clears throat> what is it, June or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, you know, I forget school already. <laughs> I don't know when the semesters are. But anyway, it was the final presentation. The whole football team showed up, and um, me and Hunter, me and Hunter did well. You know, I I, I killed. Um, For real, your first set. First, yeah, you killed <laughs> first set. What? Okay, well, that was like my that was like my third like set. I did like one or two open mics, oh, and okay. it was bad. Okay, there. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, no but that was like three, like three minutes. You know, oh, right, right. Just to test it. Ten out. Ten is a long time, huh? First, first, like, like actual show. Yeah, you know, was was the, that one right there? Ten minutes is like yeah, ten hours if you're if, first starting. Rah, I bet. Real. Hunter killed too. Hunter did good. Yeah, he 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 never kept going again though. I don't I don't know why, but <sighs> yeah, he he keeps talking about it till this day that he wants to come back. Oh, and I really? told him just just come. Yeah. Yeah, I know that kid loosely because I used to work as a manager at Intramural Sports on campus. So he would okay. come and just play intramural football sometimes. And brah, that kid could fly the ball. Oh, yeah. He, Bro. Can. he has an arm. He's, he's he an athlete. He has an arm. But so I, does, and we were so bummed because he was trying to walk on the team or something at one point. And I think he got UH, the walk on, right? Yeah, yeah. Because so he wasn't he, he walked on originally. and then Yeah, he walked on and then he walked off or... And then he came back on again. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so I ended up playing with him, you know. And I think he tried to walk on for baseball, too. Super humble guy. Yeah, humble yeah. guy, yeah. Great athlete, though. Awesome guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I still golf with him to this day. Oh, right on, so. dude. I'm happy to hear he's doing well, then. Yeah, yeah he is doing well. He's, okay. still, he's still in Hawaii. So. Yeah, so that's the origin story, then, of Tumwa. That's I, the origin story. And that's where I met, um, you know, Jose Dynamite? No. He's a, uh, he's a um, comedy promoter and he runs comedy oh, you okay but he basically was was the guy that would, would that started me off at my show so he was at that show so that was actually he ran that show because uh, oh. he promoted it because it was part of his venue at anna o'brien's and then he saw me perform and then i think like that the next couple of days i think that show was on a wednesday and then like on saturday he wanted me to come back and open for paul ogata and then so you know paul yeah paul yeah Ogata, yeah so then i was like oh okay so did that and I just haven't stopped since. Just kept going. Did some stuff with with Andy Bumatai and then started opening for Augie T. 
and then I kind of just branched off on my own and that's insane man. thing yeah so it's been like four years of doing stand-up uh, which is not very long at all yeah that's what that's that's if you look at like all the comics in the mainland like the that, that's actually like baby years you know that's what i've heard yeah. uh, you, i've heard well so i'm in uh i'm one of those guys that is an avid listener of joe rogan whatever that oh, yeah. is, basic basic guy you know so i i've heard like i'm not a comedy expert but from listening to podcasts so much i feel like i know quite a bit you know about mm-hmm. stand-up comedy no, yeah, <laughs> one of those it, casuals. it's definitely like they think this is a, a comedy boom because they said uh i forget what 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 era it was but back with the comedy store probably like in the the late 80s, early 90s was a big comedy boom. Right, yeah. Know? And I've heard multiple times, you know, Joe and the other guys he has on, it's always like it takes like 10 to 15 years before you oh, actually yeah. get, you know, somewhere. They say the years you're in comedy is like the year, the years of being mature. So like if you're if you're only in it for like four or five years, you're like a five-year-old. They say. Oh, really? So, so if you really like got ten, If you're like yeah. 10 years in, then you're like a 10-year-old. 15 years, you're like a teenager. You're kind of maturing. and then So 18, really? Like, yeah, so like 20 years in, that's when you're like, like your peak level kind of. Oof. That's yeah. kind of crazy. And it is. four years. So use one cakey just on stage. Guess, yeah. <laughs> no, but it makes sense because I'm still learning. And I mean, I, I have such, I have plenty of room for improvement, you know, and I'm always learning and always, always trying to, trying to be better than my, my last set, you know, so. You're an extremely humble guy though, because I mean, even though you're saying, you know, you're trying to get better and stuff, you still have this amazing opportunity where in December 10th to 12th, right? Yeah. You're doing three shows at three the Three shows, though. yeah. How much, how much seats does that fit, you know? 2100 seats each Holy show. Holy so. F. That's yeah. a long way from Anna O'Brien's on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 100% capacity. So we actually, like, we took the gamble, like, because it went on sale, like, two months ago. Right. And for show one. Everyone, yeah, show one. Everyone's like, wait, is this, like, what do you mean 100% capacity? It wasn't unheard oh, of. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, it's cold. And then we're like, well, the yeah. show's not until December. It's going to be going to be fine by then. Um, well, because uh, Joe Coy went on sale the week before, too, I think, for his arena show. So that one's like 6,000 people, and they oh, had yeah. 100% capacity. So that Blazedo finally gave us the green light to to put it on I mean, sale. because, yeah, if Joe Coy can do 6,000, 21, it should be yeah, okay, yeah. right? No, yeah, no, yeah. So we had this date planned, you know, me and and my manager, um, Greg Azuz. He's a Shout out to awesome Greg. guy. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no. Greg, uh, Shout out, though. <laughs> yeah, he's been, been around the entertainment business for a while here in Hawaii. He was actually the first guy to bring... Joe Coy to Hawaii. Oh, nah. And right uh, on. Gabriel Iglesias, too. Oh, so right on. Okay, so he's trying to the keep the, buoy the scene. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. That's so, important. And he, he was the owner of a Pipeline Cafe. Oh, okay. If you remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's That's where all the UFC bands and stuff play. Now yeah. is, over, is over there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we had that date, uh, you know, in, in pencil with, with Blaisdell for a while. And then they kept saying, like, oh, we don't know if it's going to actually happen because of all these mandates and all that. And then um, next thing you know, like it happened so quick, like, okay, you can, you can put it on sale. So we did that first show, um, you know, sold out in like an hour. So Oof. yeah, that was crazy to see. How does that, how did that make you feel, bro? It, it, it was awesome. You know, I, I was, I was just, I was stoked, you know, that's crazy. My family and I were watching the, like the seats disappear like that. So <laughs> that's cool to see. And then, and then, so we just added another show and then that one sold out in a couple hours again. And so we added a third one and then that one that one's like 80 percent full so that it's one's still on full. sale yeah, yeah, yeah just the seats all in the back so ah um, see this guys you guys gotta be quick you gotta, gotta be follow quick. Him. Yeah, yeah you gotta be quick yeah Cannot so wait. i know local people are probably waiting like oh he's probably gonna add another show so we don't wait to get the <laughs> yeah, better seats, but, seats. <laughs> but i just gonna do three shows i can say it on here too so <laughs> yeah, there I just you go three buy the seats now Friday, yeah. saturday sunday that's it you know <laughs> oh, not, i can see not, that right they're like oh no there's only junk seats i'm gonna wait till show four you know yeah 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 no 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 okay we'll push for the three yeah that's so hawaii yeah i know 
<laughs> okay, well, that's amazing, man. Like, I love hearing all of that. And were, would you say, like, when you were growing up as a kid, because you kind of mentioned you were kind of like a more shy guy, right? So yeah. you weren't like the funny kid in class or like, you know, trying to like crack jokes and all this. That wasn't who I, you were? I mean, I was. I feel like everybody is the, the funny kid, you know? Like, you always. No, not at all, not man. At all. I was not a class clown. You wasn't a class no, clown? No, no. Or you know, lots of people that were funny. I, there in was class. a couple, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I mean, I, there is, there's always funny people. I feel like I was a, a funny guy, always okay. making people laugh. But I would only do it with the people that I, that I know. You know, I wouldn't do it uh, to like with a stranger or in front of a crowd like that. You right. Know? So, I guess so. I mean, I was also like into magic, so I would do like magic tricks when I was a young kid. Oh, so you liked performing then? I love, yeah, I loved performing. So, and also, I forgot to mention, like, I, I wanted to be an actor too. So. Oh. Back in high school and and college, so that, which is why I continue to take theater, and that's part of the reason why I did stand up too, because I found out that's the quickest way to acting. You know, really, because if you think about like all the big time actors, well, majority of them all started off with stand up comedy. So there's like I believe Adam Sandler started off with stand up comedy. Um, even Tom Hanks, Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence, yeah, yeah all of Jimmy them, yeah. Fallon. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Will Ferrell, you know, they all they uh, all did. Um, Seth Rogen too, all did uh, stand up first. So I feel like that that that's the quickest way because there's so many actors in this world, you know. True, and true. Actually, like one of my Blue Note shows, the the producers for um one of the producers for NCIS Hawaii was was at the show, and then so they 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 came up to my manager after and they got me a, a role in one of the hey. next upcoming specials. Yeah, so hey, right next on. upcoming episode. So. Episode eight, I believe. So that's, I think that might be not this week, but next week, Monday, I'll be, I'll be on. Oh, it. so you filmed it already? I filmed it already. Yeah. Okay. It's what like what kind of 12, role are you 10 playing? 10 to 12 lines. Are you allowed to say? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'm allowed. Oh, yeah. shoot. Okay. Well, just catch yeah. the episode, guys. Yeah, Come on. Episode it's eight. Yeah. yeah. I don't, they told me not to say what I am in the thing. Yeah. I got you. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to look for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you seem too much of a happy go lucky guy. We had a IA in here. I don't know if you know who he is. He's oh, yeah. A local yeah. Rapper. Yeah. Yeah. IA, yeah. Yeah. So he does like a lot of like uh, acting, acting and stuff, and stuff too. Yeah, and he yeah, says yeah. he's always cast as the villain. And I'm like, bro, this oh, is the nicest guy. No, nah, I wasn't like, I was a, a local guy. I don't think I was a villain or anything. Okay. Cool. Yeah, right just on. a side character. And I didn't die too. So I can come back. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I like that. I was that. hoping I, like I didn't that. get shot. Hey. <laughs> so, well, that's like you said, that's a great gateway, I guess, into the next realm of whatever oh, yeah. you want to do. But hopefully, I can get a reoccurring, you know, role and just keep doing it every other episode or something like that. Oh, every couple episodes. So, if you had a choice, then, Tumo, would you rather be a stand-up comedian or would you rather be an actor? This is where I guess. Oh, you have to choose one. If I, I had feel to choose. like, yeah, if you had to yeah, choose, if one, I had to choose like, one, where's your more passion? Shoot. Probably stand-up. Right okay. now. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. I feel like I'm better at that. You know, well, but yeah, a lot of like, I mean, like Kevin Hart acts and and does stand up. Does know? he still do stand up? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, he's still, okay. Still I didn't tours. know he was selling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what they say. Like a lot of like the the stand ups who turned into acting. You know, they always they said they cannot they cannot not just do one thing. They always will go back to stand up, mm. which is what they they loved in the beginning. Which is good because it always gives you like new experiences to talk oh, yeah. about for your sets and stuff too. It is, it which is. is what we can kind of like talk about now. So. Uh, you know, I've, I've unfortunately never been to the Blue Note to watch one of your shows. I wish I did, so oh. I might have to go buy these tickets up in the back and <laughs> go watch this Blazo show now. Uh, but I never had the chance to watch it. But uh, just from watching your like Instagram and stuff, I kind of get the sense, you know, you do local style comedy, local right? Local style, yeah. So where does all this inspiration and stuff come from when you're like creating your material? Well, definitely the the local greats um, of Hawaii. So Andy Bumatai, you know, I, he's my favorite local comedian. Um, Augie T as well is another favorite Um those two guys definitely made a huge impact in Hawaii, you know, and they really set the path for younger comics like me to follow in their footsteps. Uh, 
especially Andy Bumatai because he he actually branched out and and went to the mainland. A lot of people don't know this, um, and made an impact up there as well. At, really? up at the comedy store. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, so he he talked to me how he had to change his material from like local and dropping the pigeon and just doing more universal stuff. And that's the that's the thing, right? Because if pathway, you wanted yeah. to do yeah, because if you wanted to do like mainland shows, like the jokes yeah. won't work because right, right, you know right. it's all local kind of stuff. You yeah, have to understand yeah. the humor. You got to understand yeah. the pigeon. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know you have the chops where you could probably like alter if you need to. But yeah, I mean I I've done it here because uh, I would do lots of shows in in downtown at like O'Toole's. Even Blue Note, like when I would when I would pop in on some of these small shows and like as a special guest, and there'll be like all tourists in the crowd, all ah. all Hollies and stuff. But but I I have like a like a, a mainland set that I kind of you know I adjust to the crowd a lot, so I I, I know how to play both ways. Yeah, as that's well, awesome, yeah. man. And, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough to do. Yeah, yeah, and if you think about it, it's just like you know it's all family oriented stuff because I'm a. Uh, I'm a clean comic, yeah, you are. so I don't, okay. I don't go blue or anything. Well, blue it means you, you go dirty and yeah, yeah, curse yeah. and all that in the stand-up world. But um, yeah, so a lot of my my stuff is about my family, my dad. You know, being a football player and going through all the stuff I go through at home with my my mom and you know my my cousins and all that. And that could relate to anybody in in mm, the world. You know, or right? I want them to look at me and be like, oh yeah, my dad is just like that too. Or or you remind me of my cousin the way you the way you do that or. So it's all observational humor, and 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 it, we're all we're all the same around the world, you know. I think that's what comedy is really good at doing, right? It's kind of like bridging the gap and showing you like oh, yeah. the light side of things, where you know we have so much like politics going on and like all of this like corruption and deceit and stuff in the yep. world. But then comedy is like you kind of take that and you make light of it, and it helps people like you know get back to their roots of like, oh yeah, it's Definitely. not as big of a deal as you know you think it is, and yeah, stuff, yeah, which is great. So your comedy is a lot more clean, like you're saying. One of the things that I've like heard multiple times from like you know Joe and the other people on like the podcast and stuff is he always says like the best comedians are the ones that have like a harder past and stuff because they mm. draw from like you know these depressing things, yeah, yeah, pain yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of that stuff. I don't yeah. know if that's like a old school thing or if that's a new school thing. What are your thoughts on that? Do you have other comedian friends that are like had maybe more of like a hard upbringing and stuff and like um, draw on that? I get yeah, I guess it, it's basically it's it's your life and they always say like the 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 best material that you can do is the the personal material yeah so mm. the things that you went through makes it more unique and also they can't they can't steal that you know right but i mean i never i never gone through any like extreme hardships like how somebody's like drug addiction or stuff like that yeah, yeah. Or, like okay. mental depression and all of that i mean there are lots of comedians i, I don't i don't know any like personally in hawaii but but it definitely, you know, if you talk about that, because some of them use it as, as therapy, you know, just to get oh, it off of their chest that makes and, sense. and try to make light of a, a, a dark situation. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. It might still be old school because now there's like tons of tons of comics and lots of social media people, too. And they're they're getting creative with everything, you know. Yeah, so like Joe Coy, I don't think, had a hard upbringing. He seems like he was pretty OK. For the yeah, most yeah. Part, right? he, I mean, he did have a li- I read his book. If you did you read his no, book, I haven't. Yeah, so I should. It's called Mixed Plate. So oh, nice. he talks about um some some hard stuff that he'd been through, uh-huh. and like his brother had uh, schizophrenia. Oh damn! So that okay. was a big stuff that he doesn't talk about. He doesn't tell anyone he has a brother, but he mentions that in the in the, in book. the book. But um, but yeah, but that's it's all. I think it might be old school now, but maybe I, don't know. I think it's maybe it's just because usually when you're in those situations like that, you experience a lot of life, you know, yeah. differently, and you have more yeah. things that you can draw on. But right. it's also in the same effect. If you have a good life, you know, and not so much hardships, yeah. as long as you can draw on like experiences and draw on like right, these right. cool things, you know, you're yeah. 
uncle played in the NFL, super successful. Yeah. Dad played in the NFL. That's like stories and stuff and seeing like these back things, which some people will never have a look at, you know, because yep. they don't have that connection. They can kind of see it and be like, oh, okay, that's interesting, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and I want to keep going on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And plus, like, I mean, I'm only 25, so I didn't. I didn't live that much life yet and experiences mm. and all that. So, I mean, every year you go through more things, you know, like when I start having kids or when I get married, that's a whole new new bunch of material right, right there you can go through. Because, I mean, that's what Kevin Hart and uh, Joe Corey guys did for their specials. You know, yeah. once they had their sons, they started talking about the about family the sons, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got to. It's just what you do it every day, you know. Ah, I see. I see. Right on. Well, that's really cool that you're, like, drawn, like, happy, actually, you know, and it's not, like, a place from darkness because it would be yeah. really horrible if the only way you could get in the comedy is to draw, like, draw, dark yeah. stuff. That nah, would be- yeah, you can still get in if you have the best life in the world. I mean, you could just do more observational stuff or, huh. or just, yeah, like, I, my main thing is make sure that it's relatable. That's what I try to do. So, I, like I said, I want people to look at me and be like, "Oh, I, that guy reminds me of my my local neighbor," or ah. like, "Oh, I do that, tr- I do that too." Or you remind me of my cousin, you know. Especially with my my skits too, as well. So I try to make it relatable to the to the local crowd. Right. So that's a perfect segue, man. Because one of the things that you do really, really well, and I want to figure out like what took traction first is your stand-up comedian which is one type of comedy skit yeah, comedy yeah. that you do on your instagram is a different type of comedy right different, yeah yeah so which did you i feel like excel at more where was like the pop where you became like you know a lot bigger of a name in hawaii and stuff oh, was it from just doing stand-up or was it from the social media yeah, was it was a social media because ah. um, i started off doing stand-up and i never i never was uh you know instagram comedian mm. no, nothing wrong with that you know yeah yeah I mean, you had Kaneki on here as well. Yeah, too, yeah, 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 good guy. Yeah, but I, I, I wasn't into that at first. Like, I mean, I thought they were funny and all that, but I was like, oh no, I just couldn't just do stand up. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a real comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but, it takes but a certain does, something, bro. It is, yeah. It you got to put yourself out there because yeah. on Instagram, you cannot, you can see the comments and stuff, but you yeah, don't need yeah. to read it. If you get heckled in the crowd or you bomb, bro, that's in your yeah, face in just, that moment. Yeah, one shot to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a but different you kind got, of thing. Yeah, you got to. I was just thinking to myself it's 2021 you know and and it's it's a different day and age of 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 comedy that's also also a big controversial issue right now in the comedy world is like these younger social media comics are like like i guess like me like selling out theaters and they're not as experienced as like paying your dues dues going Uh. through going through all the open mics trying to get us a feature spot Mm. um Hey, nothing like wrong with that, dude. Nothing wrong, yeah. Again, so, it's, a, it's a new era, it's a new you era, know? Yeah. Because before, you know, it, you'd have to travel to different clubs and stuff, and that's yeah. how you get your name out there. But yeah. now, thankfully, it's it's not a bad thing. We're able to utilize social media where yeah. you don't need to travel out. Right. You know, you can be a kid from Hawaii yeah. reaching multiple people across the world yeah. from just having that. I think, I forget what podcast it was on, some mainland podcast, but they said this one this one Instagram comedian like sold out his whole tour and he didn't even do stand up once so he's just oh, writing shit. his own set like yeah <laughs> I wonder how but that worked that's out okay. yeah, he, on he either have just one tour forever or, or he'll keep going but mm, you, you get the you get the, the hang of it after a while but yeah definitely um, my, my comedy skits uh, helped me blow up because um, I started off doing stand up and then just in 2020 is when I first started doing, doing skits oh so that's last very year. recent man yeah so even that blew up with my followers too. Like I only had like maybe like three thousand followers before I, I like put it up skits and all that. But all my friends kept saying, "Oh, you gotta you gotta do videos, you gotta do sketches like that." And I was like, "Nah, I don't need to do that," you know. But then when twenty twenty hit and and the pandemic was fresh mm-hmm. around, I think around March, um, all the clubs closed. You know, um, I had this monthly spot at um, Honey's Restaurant in Koala Golf Course. Okay, so I used to headline over there. So every second Fridays of the month, I would. I would headline in front of like hundred people, 
like 50 to 100 it would range every time and uh, and that that shut down so i was like oh what am i gonna do am i just gonna sit home not do nothing you know mm-hmm. so i i me and my dad it was actually uh both of our ideas to put out this um toilet paper drug dealing video that i i put up um it was a hot topic at the time so i was acting <laughs> like a drug dealer but i was dealing him um toilet paper and stuff. Right i think yeah as soon as i, I that when I posted that video, I think it made the news that night. Oh, it so went it viral went, yeah, instantly. Vi- yeah, instantly. Yeah. So then I was Oof. like, oh, okay, this is what the local people want. You know? so, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> yeah, I could do this. So I kept putting more and more videos, and then the followers kept growing and growing and growing. And then finally, when you know the restrictions eased up a little bit, um, I did. I did like some. I put up like two shows at the Blue Note, and then that sold out instantly. Dang! You know? So but, it had an immediate yeah, effect. Immediate then. effect. Yeah, and that was like the first time I was selling out shows that quick. So I kept adding, kept adding, kept adding. And I think I did like 18 in a run at Blue Note Jeez, shows. Yeah. That's insane. So it was like it was like 200 seater capacity. Is that how much Blue Note is? Well, it's a uh, total. It's like like 330. But since it was like the half capacity or they would say like 70% capacity, they got it down to like 200 seats. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see. Show. I see. So yeah, that was that was it. And so now there's two sides of my comedy. There's, um, you know, my skits and then my stand-up. And they're, compl- they're, they're kind of like the same, but... um different at, at the same time so you know? i i don't want you to give away you know your stand-up set because people should you know buy the tickets and watch yeah. you there but kind of like I, I guess if you could kind of just give us a briefing so there's no like you don't use some of the skit comedy inside of your stand-up or like oh yeah not at all really yeah yeah so, so it's you're different doing yeah. two different ex- wow. two different yeah but it's still like that same because my skits i'm just playing like characters and stuff yeah so on stage i'm being to more and just mm. i'm giving my insight and my perspective of of the world and what's going on like the bro you're very very wise for your age my friend that's <laughs> insane that you can learn to differentiate that you know oh, yeah and so it, it's good too because like you can put up all these skits and all that and you save your material you know so yes they, and, that's why. and they, they see that and you, you're getting more followers every day you're getting new followers new followers and they're like oh i want to see this kid live he's putting up show okay i'm gonna come to his show so it, it works out well um another like i seen um you know who country wayne is no, this, unfortunately. This, um, is this African-American comedian okay. yeah, in the mainland. I was going to say black, but I don't know if you can say that for 2021. <laughs> no, I think we're yeah, fine. Yeah. We're fine. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. But yeah, this is black comedian. Um, uh, yeah, he, he does the same thing. He, he constantly puts out skits, but like like twice a day, and it's long, oh. like well-written sketches and all that. And he doesn't post his stand-up, but he's been selling out shows and all that. Mm. You should look him up. Country Wayne with a, with a K. Okay, I'll take yeah, a look. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, yeah. funny. Country Wayne. Okay. Yeah, his his style for like the skits is just like one take, one camera, just the whole time. Just Proud. like one take is hard. Huh? One take is hard. Yeah, I try to I try to do that. I'm I'm not, I don't like to do like with my skits. I don't like to like try hard. Mm. You know, I want it to be natural. You know, so yeah. like, if I have like if I'm doing a skit with someone, I try to tell them just just like be how you would react in the situation. Yeah, you know? and it's always like, I feel like nowadays with uh, social media and stuff, low budget comedy is honestly like the best way to oh, go. Oh yeah, it is, know? yeah. Once it's like high definition and I don't know, if, to me it feels better if it's just like like raw. A raw guy footage. on his cell phone, you know, like kind of yeah, shaking. Yeah, it's it's not like it's super like yeah, nice Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> and it, it is coming that way now. Like that's the new fad, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think it becomes more relatable in that spec, you know, where yeah. it's like high definition, you know, you have like actual professional cameras and professional sounds and stuff. Right. It looks like you could go to a movie and watch a comedy movie for that kind of thing. You yeah, know? yeah. But if you want like natural comedy and somebody you can actually connect to i feel like you know off the phone everybody on phone, the phone they could do yeah, it themselves you know I, the iphone 
12 and the 13, the cameras is, is great. It's insane, you know? right? I have a, a Sony, I have a couple of Sony cameras, but I mean, it, sometimes this looks better than, than. Right? Yeah. I don't understand, man. I always think of Apple nowadays as they're a, a camera company and then a phone company second. Yeah. For <laughs> they real. sell the most cameras <laughs> in the world. So, okay, that's amazing, man. Like, I just really love hearing the story, you know, and just hearing about the trajectory and stuff. And honestly, like, uh, it's really cool that one of the things that it says on your Instagram bio is uh, bringing back local comedy. Yeah, that's I came up with that at, like as, as soon as I started doing stand up because um because never have I mean Augie T and since and Andy, then I they don't know anybody. Been, yeah, they haven't been doing or bringing it back. It was just like people doing stuff on Instagram and skits yep. like that. So um so I was like, oh yeah, how come we don't have this like old local comedy style back? You know, and like real like stand up live entertainment you know so. I, I still remember as a kid like watching the poi dogs and crabs videos and stuff yeah. and all of that and just i was like god this is so funny you know and then when i was thinking about it like you know, years later i was also thinking like whatever happened to those, these people like yeah. you know where's the comedy and stuff and where's the new videos I, and yeah stuff? i know and, i mean Aug, yeah augie t is uh he's a politician now so he's with um he's a, a city councilman right yeah but he's actually doing stand-up too on the side okay. still coming back and doing that um Actually, but fresh people. Yeah, you fresh, know? yeah, no more, yeah. Because so, it, it's, it's hard. A lot yeah. of people went the social media route, like uh, Kaneke, you know, we asked him, like, uh, do you ever want to do the stand-up scene? And he's like, I've always wanted to, it's just I don't feel comfortable with it, right? So yeah, yeah. There, I think we are kind of in a generation where some people feel more comfortable behind a camera, which is fine, you know, yeah, that's, that's good fine, for yeah. one kind of comedy. But it really creates, like, a, I guess, it creates more hype and it creates more uh, excitement when people can actually go to a live show, you know. And you have a you have a product to sell too, so that 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 can be like like your job, you know. Right. Instead of like, I mean, you, you can get paid on on social media, but it's 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 not that that much. Like, I get some money from YouTube and TikTok, but that's it's like pennies and right, right, not, right. Not it's really a sponsorship, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, sponsorships exactly. is good too. Yeah, social media and all that, but. But yeah, your bread and butter is definitely stand-up comedy. If mm. if you're if you're a comedian, I think yeah, Andy Bumatai told me this. He said like like the the genre comedy is such a a big you know category, and underneath comedy, there's different types of comedy. So there's stand-up comedy, you know, improv sketches, you know, quick skits like that. And he said all of those different types of comedy, stand-up comedy is the hardest one to master. He said, it if is. you can master stand-up comedy, then all these other ones are going to fall into place. Which makes sense because you you took to social media very easily. Yeah. Right? And I I mean, it is also just because I feel like you really understand what people are looking for and laugh. So I have a question where do you actually like write down material all the time? Are you constantly thinking, taking notes and stuff and writing different things for, down? Yeah, definitely. For, um, for stand-up, yeah, I, I write my material down and like I, I test it out first at like some smaller clubs. And just like when you're on, it's different. Like when you're writing at home and then when you're on stage and you have it and you try, you try it out, like new things just come to you like mm, in right. the moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or Oh, this s- delivery was better. I yeah, should switch better. it to this. Yeah, yeah. It didn't sound right <laughs> the way I said it, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I record my sets too. And I, I, I study them. Um, and then for like my skits, I, I just have like, like the idea of what I want to do, you know? So like if, if, um, like my mechanic video is one of the first ones I did. So I just had the idea and I usually just, I just film, I, I just get the camera rolling and I just straight improv it for the, oh, the skits. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. And then I just uh, cut out all the, the bad ones and just keep the good ones. Oh, so that's okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. So uh, that's what we, uh, we were just saying, you know, there's different avenues and stuff and improv is another one where it's very difficult. I yeah, feel like, yeah. you know, cause it is a completely different beast yeah. than stand up and it all is. of this. 
And you never had any formal training with the improv stuff either? No. I mean, I do a lot of the stuff on stage. I, I, I do it at the top of my head too. Like I do a lot of crowd work. So really? I post, oh, okay. I post all my crowd work. I learned that from, um, you know who Andrew Schultz is? Yeah, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. He came down, right? To Blue Note. Came down to Blue Note. Did you open yeah. for him or something? No, I didn't. But Did I was at that show. Oh, I, was at, I was in the audience. I watched the highlights, show. man, or whatever it was. The one I was on online. YouTube. Yeah, I was at that show when that Bruh, happened. He's funny. He is funny. Yeah, and he, funny he does um, his research well, whatever city he's in. So. I was impressed with the research, bro. Oh, yeah, he is. He, and he's like that, too. Like, if he's in San Francisco, he would tell a bunch of San Francisco local jokes. That only San Francisco people. How does he do people, it? How does I don't know. Who did he talk yeah. to when he's getting yeah, all this know. stuff? You know. I don't know. Well, that's good. That that's an experienced comedian right there. Right. So yeah. he 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 kind of gave you that uh, idea to put out the crowd work stuff. Crowd work stuff because you can save your your material too with mm. that. I mean, so I, I I film every show like I have three different camera angles and I have one of my my camera guys walking around with a with a gimbal. So when I do when I do crowd work, they're like they're right there with the interaction. Right. You know, right. So. Right. Um, and I usually just post that. So I, I do like at least maybe like 20 minutes of crowd work in, in all my shows. And this, it's crazy some stuff people say. And it's funny. It's, it's a good good experience. you know. And the, the more you do it, like at first I wasn't really into crowd work. I was like kind of hesitant about it. But the more you do it and the more you just, just say anything that comes to your mind, it, the, the funnier it gets and the more experience. You, yeah. I you mean, I, it only helps you grow, I feel yeah, like. Too. Yeah. 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 Because I, I know a lot of people don't like doing that crowd work stuff is like, it, Cause it can be hard, you know, you don't yeah, want to yeah. like create any conflict and become coming with jokes on yeah. the spot is pretty hard, you know, and you don't want to hurt feelings and stuff. Cause that can yeah. ruin your entire real set. Right. Right. So it's like a, it's a tightrope, you tight know, you gotta, rope, yeah, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta yeah. get, uh, well, but now it. like since I've been putting up crowd work and stuff, people think that's, that's all I do. So, oh, they so think at my that's shows, a... they, they, they're very talkative, like the people, oh, so, but then no. I, you gotta show them that it's like not that, but <laughs> hey, settle you, down always get, over yeah, yeah, you always get like some guys, Oh, pick on me, pick on me. And some drunk people in the crowd, you know? You ever have any experiences where you got to throw guys out or heck, bad hecklers and stuff? Not really. Hawaii's I mean, pretty good most, with this, they're right? Pretty, they're pretty good. Like, I've I've had some that were just really, like, really drunk. Uh, and, I mean, they weren't saying any bad things to me, but they just was just saying too much. They're just talking too much, you know, uh, laughing at the wrong, laughing at the setup, you know. Right, right, right. With the punchline. And, and usually, like, when that happens, like, they'll get, like, a staff member who just tell me, calm down a little bit. Or, mm, yeah, okay, but I never okay. had to kick anybody out. No, That's good. Not I would yet. assume Hawaii is pretty chill, that's why, for the they most are, part. They are, yeah. They're, they're, they're great people. I mean, I love local people. You know, they got me to where I am today. That's all All social media. All these sign out shows is all all through them. Like, we didn't even go through a promoting company for these Blaisdell shows. You used your Instagram. Just Instagram, the best, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. best way, because that's your actual audience. Yeah, yeah. but pe- some, like, people were we're shocked you're like oh what like, who are you doing the show with and then i'm like oh i'm just doing it myself oh you don't have an opener or anything oh, no I, I do have an okay. opener but like who's like, the opener um, uh james money local he's guy local, local guy yeah local comedian yeah, okay. this giant someone guy <laughs> he's a funny guy <laughs> right on <laughs> he's been doing comedy for a while and he actually like helped me out when i first started oh that's awesome yeah okay but yeah people usually go with like like promoting companies like um you know i don't want to mention names right yeah right of on, course but yeah but like that's how you get like av- radio advertisements or being on you know TV ads and and just blast it all over social media with, when you pay for that. But but uh, me and my manager thought we didn't need that. We just do it with social media. But when we do shows in the mainland, we'll probably go with a promoter, which makes sense because it's it's you know your audience is here, and yeah, so yeah. It, it, you can do it here, and that's yeah. a really like wise decision that you made because it costs thousands of dollars to promote oh, yeah. through you know radio, newspaper, uh, TV spots and stuff, yeah. but. My thing, you know, when we started the company High Connect and all of this stuff, we really wanted to help like businesses and also influencers and stuff understand that influencer marketing is so important. And you're like a testament to it. You know, you could sell all of these tickets, 
by just utilizing your yeah. own Instagram. Yeah. I, for, I think, yeah, I think Andrew Schultz was mentioning that on one of his podcasts. Like, you don't need all these production people or these assistants and all that because you're, you're, um, your management team is your social media pretty much. Yes. Yeah. yeah and, and that's you. Yeah. Right. That's you. And your marketing team is your social media. So you, you eliminate a third person. Exactly. You know, and dude, man. I feel like the more people that have their hands in things too, it gets messy. It you does. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's better if you can take as much control as you can. You don't want to take yeah. too much because then it'll like drive you yeah, crazy. You're working all the time. No. Yeah. Like definitely like planning these Blazedale shows is like, I'm starting to realize there's so much, uh, so much work on the business side of comedy than just than just performing, you know. Mm. So now it makes sense why all these guys have like oh assistant manager, manager, and then like a production assistant because there's so much so much stuff you gotta gotta go through. You and gotta, your job is you just want to make people laugh. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to deal with like the deal money all stuff that, and all, all of this. Money yeah. stuff, dealing with like <laughs> the merchandise and dealing with like signing contracts and all that. It's, mm -hmm. It gets kind of hectic. Yeah, yeah. So a team is is definitely where you are. I feel like oh, yeah. a team is very essential. So do you mind me asking, is this something that you do full time now then? Comedy? That's what yeah, that's what I do full time. I mean I, I also I work part time at Hawaii Stevedores. Oh so, wow, okay. Yeah. Um Sundays only. So and it's just on call. Was so that what dad, you were doing more when you were just starting off yeah, that's and what there I was, was doing no money? Oh, okay. first started off. And, and then, then you I realized to, like it was getting kind of you know, getting conflicted. So I, I, I just did Sundays only on call. So Dang. if they need me, they'll just call me on Sunday. Because my dad's been, my dad and my brother have been working there for years. It's a great job. It is a great job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but it is hard to I just leave have that. My, yeah, yeah, it is. So I just have my foot in the door. You know? Smart, yeah. yeah. But it's also like sometimes it, it's good to take that leap of faith, you know. It is, yeah. Because yeah, then is. you have no, nothing to like uh, be like your security blanket, you yeah. know. You got to go all in on you gotta this. got to go all in, yeah. 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 But whatever you're doing, man, is working. The amount of like post that you're doing is good it's not like you're doing too much you're not doing too little everything is kind of moving really like well so that's yeah. why i'm wondering like after this you know this is going to be successful shows you're going to do really well and you know you're bringing back the local comedy do you have aspirations though to go into the mainland and do tours like worldwide yeah for sure i mean we have some things lined up like very soon we're gonna um so after the blaze though we, we, we're planning to do um the inner island shows so hitting oh, the nice. other islands okay so they all have been. They all have been asking. You know, they want some comedy too. And hey, bring it to Kauai first. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, Kauai I mean, boy, they need it. <laughs> nothing's open over there though. So like my manager has oh, yeah, been talking. Right. And, I mean, Come it's on, it's slowly it's slowly getting there. You know, now that we have like Oahu's kind of you know back open a little bit, so they're getting you know light feed and just giving us a green light. Right, almost. right. Maybe that yellow light right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or red light. Yeah. It was a Squid Game. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna hit up what? Is Big Island and stuff open though? Yeah, they're not yet. They're not. They're oh, none of them. None are of the outer yet. islands. Yeah. Like, really? So they oh. have like the, like I know Maui has the Mac, the Mac Theater, oh. and then Big Island has like uh, the Palace Theater and the Aloha Theater. Um, what the hell does Kauai have? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know what Kauai has. Probably some Kauai High School gym. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. The grass field Probably, by Uncle's yeah. house. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Yeah. No joke, bro. I have no idea. Yeah, that's why grass I, field. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody pull up in like your Toyota. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like outdoor shows though. So it, I want an indoor like, venue. I've heard like you know the acoustics and stuff. All of this stuff matters apparently when oh, you're yeah. doing stand up. It does. Like just like at the concert hall, they're telling me like, I gotta get a, a like I gotta get an additional sound system because it's not meant for comedy in the concert hall. Oh. That's what they're saying. But I mean, lots of comedians perform there. I mean, Joe Coy performed there. Um, uh, Dane Cook, Augie T, and all that. So they're telling me I gotta gotta get that because it's apparently it, it produces more more bass and 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 that makes a difference. I guess so. Yeah, Fair I don't all. know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So stuff like that, like I don't, I didn't even know about all that stuff, but it, it's very technical and 
it's it's all good. It's great to learn, and I'm still new at all this theater oh, yeah, shows man. and everything. This will be my first theater show. I mean, I performed. Um, I opened for Jim Gaffigan a few months ago. Really? At the the Waikiki show. Oh dang, so, that's a big one, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was like three thousand people. Um, that was like right before. Um, it was during the pandemic, but it was right before they they. They like cut everything. The show was so outdoors, though, right? It was outdoors, so that's why it was allowed. It was outdoors, and that was half capacity. And how you felt when you was on the mic at the show? Oh, it was, it was good. Like I thought it was gonna be, um, like, the sound would travel more. Yeah, yeah. Because outdoors, but it, it wasn't. It was fine. Huh. And the people were all seated, you know, so it wasn't like when like when Kolohe Kai concert. Oh, I've heard that matters too. If you're standing up and stuff, it's hard to get like relaxed and in the yeah, yeah. Moment, so you know? yeah, there's comedy. You got to be seated down for sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it was cool. But yeah, Jim Gaffigan was doing a a road tour, but all the shows were outdoor just because of the pandemic. Mm. So it fit well, and it was fine. I did I think I did like 15 minutes. Dang, it was, <laughs> that was good. How long is the um uh the Blazel show then? I, I go on for an hour. An so hour set. I, yeah. So you've never done an hour set before. I have. Yeah. You have. Yeah. Where? Yeah. So at Blue Note. Blue Note and, and oh. um, Honey's Restaurant. So I, they call that headlining. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, So once you have an hour of material, you can headline. How long did it take you to get an hour of material? Shoot. So my my first time doing an hour was um was my first headlining show, which was at Hawaiian Brian's. Okay. I had like 300 people. Um, that was the ending of... Uh, I think it was in was June two thousand eighteen. Oh no, uh, yeah, like I think maybe like January two thousand nineteen. So two, you're about a year and a half, two years in then. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. A year and a half in. Okay. Two years in. Yeah. So about that time. And, and that's you right just, when I graduated college. I graduated December twenty eighteen. So did right you kill that. on that first hour set? Oh, yeah, I did. Good. Really, yeah. dang man, you're just really yeah. lucky with this stuff or something. Yeah, <laughs> you're just confident in the material, or it just yeah, it, 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 go, comes. it goes by it goes by quick too. The hour, like once you once you've done it for a while, it goes it goes by. So quick. how do you even go back to like a five ten minute set? Then at that point, it must be hard to turn it off. No, I, I mean, kind of. I did one. Uh, was I did one last night? Was that was today Wednesday or no Tuesday? Thursday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. I did one on Tuesday at. And Brian's, I popped in and did like, did like fifteen minutes. Oh, but, so you're um, the guy that can just bump people out then now? No, no, I guess. <laughs> or I, I, I mean, just at the end, I would perform. I didn't bump anybody. <laughs> yeah, that I was just hearing me. about all yeah, this yeah. stuff on the podcast. Oh yeah, I think in the mainland they do that, but like here, it's just so small. Like they just add people on. You know? Honestly, I, I'm gonna be straight up. I didn't even know there was all these spots where there yeah. was comedy. Jose it's- Dynamite um, runs weekly shows uh, every Tuesday. At Slack Key Lounge at, at Hawaiian Brian. So See, that's I didn't room. even know this, man. Like, yeah, the only thing I've known of is Blue Note, and that's it. Blue Note has shows. So he has shows every Wednesday at Blue Note. They have comedy shows. And then every once in a while, they'll they'll have, like, a mainland comic that'll come in. Um, and usually at Blue Note or wherever through a bunch of promoters. Like, my manager's a promoter as well. So he brings in right. brings in people, too. Jeez, um, that's awesome. And then Patrick Tyrell is another another guy. Uh, in the comedy scene that that does shows he has shows at square barrels um i think they they close but they're coming back up again oh, so okay. i think there's some this Good. week or next week i don't know right on right but there on. is there's a lot of there's a lot of small shows that a lot of people don't know hidden gems exactly yeah, so. and i just feel like it was never promoted comedy. that's why before. yeah i mean they, they put it up on on social media um stuff like that but uh yeah like anybody listening if you guys don't want you guys want to watch local comedy like support local comedy these these shows are weekly shows and there i would say there's about maybe like 50 
Hawaii comedians, really like stand-up See? comedians, yeah. And see, because about. if you don't have it on the Instagram and stuff, we'll never know. Because yeah. for some people, it's just like we don't. I, I didn't know that there was this much comedy shows available, you yep. know. And so, unless you're actively looking, or it's like in your face on social media, yeah. there's no way people can find it. Yeah. And so that's why I love what you're doing tomorrow because you're bringing that to the forefront, you know. And you're saying like, hey, I, I do stand up too, you know. Like, go check yeah, out yeah, stand up, and you know, just yeah. check out all these other venues. Look, you're giving shout outs to places yeah, that yeah. you, you no, maybe not. That's all even where I where I started off. That's why so. You always got to give back and and pass the the torch down. Does, uh, do you get any weird vibes from the the old heads and stuff though? Like, how's this young kid, twenty five, you know, already selling out blaze though? You get those vibes? Like comedians or just people? comedians? Oh, comedians. I mean, uh, there's not really like like old timers. Oh, but, okay. I mean, there is there is people that have been doing it for a while. You know, Jose is one of them. He actually started off with like Augie T back when Augie was, you know, doing all these bunch of shows and all that. I mean, they're all supportive for me, you know. Uh-huh. That's, that, good. that's that's a good thing about the the Hawaii comedy scene. Everybody's supportive and they want to see people succeed, mm. you know. Has Augie ever even done Blaze Cell stuff or has there en- Yeah, he any? has. He oh, okay. has back uh, I don't I don't know what years it was, but he he done the concert hall and the arena and oh, all that. So. Okay, okay. So that's where you're ne- is the so you're in the concert hall then. Concert hall, yeah. And that's the 21 you said, 2100. 2100. But the arena has 6000. 6000 mm. and um I think you can make it more too if you do the round. So like if you put yourself in the middle oh. and you add more seats. I've around. heard that's hard for a uh, stand up though because yeah. usually there's nobody at your back. Yeah, right? so you just keep you just keep turning <laughs> right? around. Which yeah. be kind of weird, huh? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind doing that though. I mean, I just think Joe, Joe Coy did that one year uh-huh. and even uh Gabriel Iglesias' shows in January. He he's doing the round too. So oh, that's a okay. lot. Of, that's a lot of seats. Yeah, yeah, that's hard though, man. It is hard. It's, yeah, it's kind of like weird because you have to like there, there's you have to walk through the crowd to get yeah. out and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. Unless you come up with some, unless the 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 stage is elevated and you come up from underneath the middle somehow. <laughs> that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool too. <laughs> or you come down from the wire at the top, yeah. like Spider Man. <laughs> that's what you got to do. Be the first one. Yeah. So, is there like any uh places like in the mainland that you have like aspirations to? go perform at like you know like mecca's like comedy store oh, yeah, or comedy like, store is I mean, that where yeah, you really want to go I, that's what i was about to say after we do the inner island tour we plan on on um performing and in, in the mainland this nice. in 2022 so west coast hitting all the yeah the local mainland pockets oh, okay okay you know cali uh definitely vegas we're gonna do some something oh, okay. there so this is this ninth island yeah so. <laughs> yeah so we can actually do a, like a big show there and then um just like these, 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 uh, like you know, like the bunch of the improv clubs. So they're yeah. like 200, 300 room seaters, and there's local people everywhere, you know. So you're not gonna try you know, New York though. I heard that's a different breed. New York, yeah. I don't, I never tried that yet, but yeah, that, yeah. that's that's New York. I heard is a different kind of that's comedy. the OGs, yeah. Over yeah, there, yeah, that's so why you, you gotta, gotta kill it, it over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of places though that are like make you grow, it'll force oh, yeah. you to grow, it you would, know. Yeah, okay. Well, I really wish I could like hear the. The like you know the mainland set versus the Hawaii set. Is there like t- set times you do it, or you just kind of walk in and you're like, look at the crowd, and you're like, okay, we're going mainland set today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I just like I just feel it out too because you cannot really tell who's local uh, just by. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, because so, I yeah, cause if there, but it's, it's like all two... it's all the same. Like if I like I would t- tell us like some local jokes, and I see that you know these guys are not catching on to it, and I would I would joke about that. You know, mm. and then then they would they would laugh and or I would like translate like what I just said. Translate. You know? <laughs> it's it's that's the thing about comedy. Like it's like jazz. You know, you can you can play off of your mistakes. You can play off of bombing, and you know, oh, yeah, it, that's you a good can point. just change change it up on the spot. So it's like jazz. You know, 
I don't know, man. When I think about like stand up and stuff, for me, I have like actual like anxiety and stuff. So when yeah. I think about like being on stage, it just freaks me out. Like, have I'm you like, ever tried stand up? No, no, dude. I so, so that's I, another thing. Like at at these uh, shows, like that Jose runs at, on Tuesdays, they have open open mic, at mic the nights, end. bro. No, at, every way. time at the end. So you just sign up and then you do five minutes. Is there real bad guys up there? Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, okay, there that would be me probably. Cause <laughs> I don't know, man. I just like it, it's so hard. So what I do for a living is I do the YouTube videos, right? So yeah. I, I do that like full time, and that's oh, like full time. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Like I was a counselor before, and then t- uh, two years ago, I realized like the YouTube was making more money than my counseling job. Yeah. So I just went YouTube full time. Oh, right like, on. Yeah. So, so you I got s- that your account monetized and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we have like two hundred seventy thousand subscribers and a good oh, wow. average. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so yeah. we do sh- sneaker content and stuff. But um, with the YouTube stuff, you know, it's all me on the camera and i'm in my you know comfort of my home yeah, and i can yeah, yeah. i can edit out anything that i say that's bad bros stand up freaks me out though it's all live like I, we were saying you know if you mess up you gotta either recover or you, you walk off stage and yeah, head yeah. down you know <laughs> right? so that's the that's the hardest thing for me and that's why i really give people like you props because i'm like i look at that i'm like bro i don't know how how you can do that i was a kid in high school man when it was like presentation day fake being sick call out you know yeah, skip you presentation because i think public speaking is they said it's the like one of the, the number top, one fear number one fear yeah 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 i, I think before that is death what it is. yeah the second one is death yeah, yeah yeah that's what i remember yeah. yeah so you're killing it because you're like <laughs> so i think i think jerry seinfeld had a joke he said um i for, i could i could be saying it wrong but he said yeah uh public speaking is the number one fear and then after that is death so they said you they rather be giving the um the the, the speech at at the funeral instead of being in the casket that was his his joke. He said, "Well, that was a horrible delivery, yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to the show no more." Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's Jerry. That's Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, I never write style. that. that yeah, I never write that. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld is a very interesting character, oh, yeah, bro. He is. Did you know he's the richest comedian by far? Oh, he is because of his show Seinfeld. He's still getting. Ro- so this is one of the things I was like reading an article or something because I was like so impressed, yeah. bro. So his thing Residuals, when he created, I think called, yeah, because yeah. when he made the Seinfeld show. Uh, he had it written into the contract where he would take less like upfront money or something and he wanted like royalties and residuals from the show. So he took like a percentage from the show. I think it was like 10 or 20% or something, whatever they make. And so it ended up becoming a hit, right? So years down the line, he's still making like, I think it was something like 50 million a year or something. And he hasn't, he doesn't do anything. (laughs) It just got bought on Netflix too. Yeah. So he has more money, man. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see like, you know, Joe Rogan signing the hundred million with Spotify, he's like, yeah, he said straight up. He's like, bro, this is like pennies to Seinfeld, you know, like it's crazy though. That's a whole different style of comedy though. It is. He was more dry I thought about, about writing like a sitcom and, and wow and that'd stuff. be something man yeah a hawaii produced sitcom would be interesting there's no hawaii comedies that i can think of i mean they got like the brothers and stuff but i wanted a like an actual storyline yeah each episode yeah there's that's never been, happened i've never seen that yeah hey nobody stay, take that idea <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cut that part out, yeah, yeah. Cut that, part out. <laughs> that would be a really cool thing though because then you could put it probably like on oc16 or something you know and yeah. like local stuff and it'd be I think that's interesting. I like that concept, to be honest. Yeah, there's there's lots of networks to put it out. OC16, I mean, uh, K-High uh, and like Hawaii News Now, they have their, their set of shows too. Have you ever thought about filming something and like actually creating your own special and stuff too? Oh, like a stand-up special? Yeah, and then yeah. actually putting it out like, you know, to a ra- uh, yeah, station Yeah, so I might film this Blazer ones coming mm, up. So that'd be good. Yeah, for people that can't production go. production team, yeah. Yeah. And just like, I guess just burn all that material. Once you once you do a special, I feel like that's a, Oh, is yeah. that? Uh, that's usually the the rule. Like if it's out there publicly, 
you know. Because then nobody wants to hear it again, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I so. How long do you usually run the same set and stuff then before you're like, okay, I think I use this up? Uh, it depends. I mean, I, I have like a lot of uh, returning fans that come to my shows, you know. And so they like hear the same stuff. Some of them, yeah. Some of them huh. tell me to tell like these jokes, but <laughs> I, I, I'm always trying to write new, newer things. And especially now, now is the perfect time because like these, the news that we get on like with Ige and everything is just... There's more, there's <laughs> lots of material and everything, you know? So they write, every, the, they write the itself. The humor writes yeah. itself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, it's humor writes itself. So, I mean, it, it's it's good to, I'm always trying to bring out new material because, I mean, my dad always tells me that too. Just keep giving him new stuff, you know? Um, so I would say like the, like you're asking for a specific time. I would yeah, say yeah, like yeah. for like the, the big time comedians and the people that actually tour. So, I mean, God willing, I'm going to be like, touring soon i would say after you do the whole tour like the whole year of like hitting oh, wow. all the spots and then yeah done, ah. yeah, and then come back again so so like um i'm doing the blazedale concert hall you know this this year you know god willing i'll be hopefully doing the arena next year so that would be a different different yep. set yeah okay, okay. Hour. so then I, when i do these this set with um the inner islands and then the mainland and then um yeah, by the time I come back, I have a newer. Brad, newer well, I honestly feel like in the next, I mean, three, three to five years, we're gonna listen to you on freaking Rogan. <laughs> Hopefully, Bro, I don't know. I think so. Hopefully, I, I think so. It's just yeah. because Hawaii has never seen this level of comedy in so long. That's why, and yeah. it's like you're getting the other thing that I saw is you got um you know Joel Coy shouting you out the support. Yeah, there's unreal, yeah. bro. Yeah, you know, like so that's, that's cool. Awesome. Like he messages me too on Instagram and crazy and yeah. freaking. I think Bert followed you or something yeah, Bert, too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> But he messaged me too. Like For I didn't real? even message him. He just said, "Oh, like congrats on the third show." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." And then like actually like um, like Joe Coy's promoters and um, like his management team are like helping me like find spots in the mainland to do these small shows. Dang. Yeah. So it's all like that's that's the crazy thing about comedy too. Like there's so many comedians in the world, but like everybody's connected too. Yeah, know? which is nice through like I guess internet or like social media. And yeah, stuff. it yeah. is. Yeah, I guess the the fastest route would be you know like how most comedians do it is like you get picked up to go on tour with a uh, already established comedian, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's what's hard for you is because Joe Coy and like these big names and stuff don't live here, so it's hard for they them to see here, your yeah. sits uh, sets consistently yeah. and stuff. But there are some. Um, do you know who Sean Felipe is? The name sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a comedian. He doesn't live here anymore but he's from hawaii okay he lives in san francisco and he does comedy and acting up there um he he toured with joe coy in 2017 oh wow so, yeah so. yeah you heard that joe coy i'm just saying bro <laughs> you can bring tomorrow he can open guy <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't, wouldn't mind that would, that'd be fun i mean but then again i got i don't know if it's going to take away from me doing my own like headlining shows and the spots and like see that, that's what's amazing about you is you kind of just skip you went right past that you know from opening for other people and like you know yeah riding not really riding off their coattails but you know like using that as an easy right. access avenue you said screw it i'm gonna do everything on my own you know i do the uh, blue note i do practice on my stand-up i get to the social media i'm gonna promote myself on there yeah. and boom it happened yeah that was the yeah it kind of just like fell into place you know i didn't even think it would happen that quick I think as the pandemic, it, it helped me a lot. Just uh, I think you're being too humble, man. No, I think everyone's it's you. on the phone too. That's why. So. Bruh, even before the pandemic, everybody yeah. was on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's actually what when I started because of, it got shut down the clubs. You do know, you do so. um? Do you do TikTok as well, or is oh it? yeah, TikTok is. I, I I'm not. I mean, I feel like it's easier to gain followers on TikTok. You know, I'm at like 170 thousand. How much do you have on Instagram? Like 85 thousand. 
I honestly always feel I, I've said this like three different podcasts already. I feel like TikTok is like all fake numbers sometimes because I yeah, feel like I it's I a China-owned company. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're trying to pump views and stuff and yeah. make people like you know feel good. No, it's I, harder to gain followers on Instagram. Yeah, though, exactly. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and the views too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The TikTok. I mean, it's good though. So, you're, are you like just transferring from TikTok to Instagram? Or are you creating like specialized first, content? Yeah. At first, each? I was just doing stuff specifically for TikTok and then Instagram. But now I just put everything same mm. content. Like mm. I, I post whenever I have a video, I put it on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. All How's the, the Facebook one. for you? Facebook is good actually. Like really? it's an older crowd. Yeah, that's you know? why. So I mean, some of my videos get like. 200,000 views. Oh. One of them uh, got like a million views. On Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. Bro, what? <laughs> Every single time I always think, oh, nah, Facebook's dead, but. No, yeah, there's a lot of, like, there's different age. Like, I it's feel all like the aunties TikTok, and uncles. Yeah, so TikTok <laughs> is like younger kids. Right. You know, and they, they all call me uncle. I don't know why. <laughs> Uncle, all the, the comments, comments. Oh, unks. That uncle, was mean, uncle. uncle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so TikTok is like my kids, my cakey, and yeah, then yeah. and then Facebook is like all the aunties and uncles who who check Facebook every day with their glasses and yep, all that. Yeah, My mom is always on. That's Facebook. That's my dad, bro. He yeah. trying for add me as friends on there. I was like, Dad, I haven't used, I haven't posted anything in like three years on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really scroll on it. I just post a video and I get off. Nice, nice. And then um, Instagram is like a mixture of both, I think. But uh, I- Instagram yeah. is where it's at because like when we were. When we were, um, me and my manager were like, we're, we're shopping around some, some clubs that I could perform at next year. Like a lot of the, the club owners are like, oh, how much followers does he have on Instagram and all that? That's what they asked. Th- that's what they asked. They said, oh, we don't care about yeah. TikTok and, and, and Facebook. Interesting. And YouTube. Like YouTube, I have like, like 39,000 subscribers. Oh, okay. Um, that, that one, like that helped with just one viral, one of my videos got 11 million views. Holy. Yeah. It was this Halloween video that I did with, with my friend, Eric, and it was Something I ro- did in like five minutes. Just Bruh, please tell me you were monetized before. I wasn't. No. I wasn't monetized. <laughs> <laughs> Only now I became monetized. Oh, so. uh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> That's the way they did it too, on purpose probably. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're like, oh, we're yeah, going to get yeah, this yeah, one viral. Yeah. No need pay. <laughs> yeah. So that one reached the mainland people because it was Jeez. like a universal joke. And so that, that worked, though. Like that shows you long. that you can do it, though, you know? Oh, like, yeah. A lot of my videos, uh, like a, a good amount, um, reached the mainland. Um, like my plumbing one, the mechanic one, all these like job profession skits. Right, right, right. Um, is, it reached out there. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So my my one tip would be, you know, is I really, obviously I do YouTube full time, so I'm a big advocate for YouTube, but honestly, like that's where all the money is for sponsorships YouTube, and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, YouTube, you can monetize the easiest. Now that I you're monetized, you'll about, see. I was thinking about like just like vlogging. I mean, I tried, but it's 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 tough it's different yeah it's different but if you could like try to put out like some kind of content or something unique out there just special for youtube just special for youtube i think because bro like honestly like i can talk to you off the air about like the numbers and stuff it's ridiculous like yeah and so that's why everybody into like the shorts or no no so i i'm gonna i haven't told my own audience this but i'm probably gonna get into it soon just because i've seen in the background youtube trying to push it on the creators so I know the value of it. It's just I was always so resilient. I right. don't have a TikTok because I, I just I'm just not a like, young person. Yeah, just like <laughs> so, just like reels too, like Instagram. Yeah, reels, they're pushing they're it pushing so hard that now, but Instagram. for some reason, like you cannot. Um, only certain people can go up to a minute long in reels. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can go 15 seconds, 30 seconds, or a minute. And then, are you a minute? No, mine's 30 seconds. But I but have your Instagram I have, verified and everything. Yeah, I know. So it's weird. So like I have like just like one of my other accounts. I have like just a old one. That I, I signed into and that one has the sixty second one. You heard that? Tomorrow get one burner account, guys. Try find them. Yeah, try find them. <laughs> He's there laughing at his own jokes in yeah. the comments. All the guys that like write hate comments to me, I respond back with that account. <laughs> yeah, just find it, guys. It's yeah, out there. 
<laughs> that's no, but yeah, like so they're making that push. Even bro, Instagram was like they had like a, a promotion or something, and they were saying, "Oh, if you repost this onto your like stories or something, we'll pay you up to eight hundred bucks." I was like, "What in the heck is this?" Yeah, yeah. Instagram directly was trying to pay people to repost. Uh, yeah, reels. and now like recently the new update, it's on Instagram. It's like they they kind of like got rid of IGTV, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah, everything, they did. You're right. Yeah, so. Everything looks like it's just an actual like a minute post. All the videos right. until you click on it, and then you can you can scroll. It's it's uh, weird, okay. but um, I noticed like the the reels are just getting more views with that. Oh, but then okay. a lot of my videos are more than a minute long, you know. So ah, uh, that makes it hard, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I still post post them on like uh regular Instagram posts. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I feel like YouTube is just a really different like beast and stuff. But I've seen people get really really good with that, especially like the comedians that do like. They do, uh, I don't know if it's like reviews. They. I don't know what the term would be called. I can show you the guys that I watch. I watch like Gus Johnson and people like these guys. Um, and they just do like funny like breakdowns of certain things. And it like yeah. lasts like 15 minutes or whatever. And they do amazing they numbers. They have like, like the multiple screen on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's like the 3 million, three million yeah. uh, people watching and stuff. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Yeah, but, I got to get more into YouTube. I got to think of something oh, bro, I'll to do. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you all the yeah. numbers and stuff in the background. But I think that is a good way to go because I think even people like... Uh, Schultz, like he he does a lot yes. of YouTube stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. His uh, yeah, he does this thing called um, I think it's called, I don't know if it's called popping in or jump or jumping in, something like that. What like each city that he tours, um, he posts a little bit of the stand up, and then he posts like a like a vlog about it. Oh, so like them like on the cool. car ride, yeah, what cool. they experience, or I think the one in Hawaii talked about like they filmed them going on Coco Head and stuff like that. So. Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then he ties he ties it in with the stand up too a little bit. So oh, that's a, I like that. I like that. That was his idea for that. Because a lot of the time, people don't get the once they have an attachment to you, you know, as like just a personality and a comedian and stuff. I feel like they want to say like the background stuff oh, yeah. too, you know, yeah, behind like, the scenes material. Yeah, and stuff. the BTS, but it's also just like what's going on in your life, you know, yeah. like what, what's yeah. happening and stuff. Yeah, I so. thought about vlogging too, but there's so much vloggers out there, you know. So I want to try to be different. Yeah, everyone, even podcasts too. Like I tried. I had multiple tries with doing a podcast and all that. And oh, for I, real? Yeah, and it's just the consistency is hard, and and I don't know. I feel like like I'm probably I feel like I'm better like on screen than I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think you have like a you got the big smile, you yeah, know, your yeah. big personality. So, it's hard to just be like you know without that, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I can definitely see all of that, man, and I'm really excited to see what's coming next. There's so much stuff going on in, like, just comedy in general, and to see a Hawaii person doing it big, I was just really excited for you and everything that's coming. Are you going to be, like, uh, practicing or anything before, like, before you get on stage on December 10th? Like, you get to go in there and, like, try it out? At where? At the... Yeah, in the the room? Or you just got to go in and do it? Yeah, just go in. So, like, the day... No way! They don't even They're not letting us... Yeah. What? Like, they wouldn't even let me... um, you know, not, I'm not talking bad about them. No, but no, like, of course yeah, not. Just, yeah, they're the yeah, best. It's just, uh, yeah, they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess the days that you rent out the, the theater is the only days you can go in. Oh. It's, it's a union thing. So they, when I shot like the, the promo video to sell the tickets, um, I was asking asking them if I can go inside and, and they film said no. it. Ah. They said, yeah, I mean, you have to pay for like another day. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know union stuff. You're stevedore, yeah? So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't go against the union, <laughs> can't bro. Can't go against the union, <laughs> yeah. So we just shot the video outside and it, it still did well. I mean, I would I would be like just popping in on some shows too, like how I've been doing practicing material. Oh, okay, and stuff okay, like I see. that. But yeah. Okay, my my one last question then, because I don't want to keep you here too long. I know you got plenty of stuff to do. No, my really. last thing though is I just want to check, like you know, for the um 
Instagram scene and stuff. There's a lot of other comedians out there that are doing it. We talked about like Kaneke, but yeah, I know yeah. like Russell Satelli and all those Russell, guys too. All those guys. Do you know all of those guys before you were into comedy, or you got into they? You guys kind of figured out each other like through just, your Instagram. Yeah, just through just through comedy, oh, just through Instagram. I mean, okay. like before I was a comedian, I used, was watching some of them, like Kaneke, um, you know, uh, yeah, Russell, them, Kulani, mm-hmm. uh, even uh, Jesse, Jesse, I am. Mm. I guess funny. Clown in 808 too, all those guys. Oh, yeah. okay. But th- I all met them through through comedy, like when I started posting videos oh, and all I that. Oh, I see. I see. Because, yeah, not one of them does stand-up, and I was always like, what? Why not? They, I feel like yeah. they can do some it of if them they want to. Yeah, some of them ask me, you know, they, they, they keep saying that they want to try, and I, I tell them just, yeah, let me know or like I always tell them try to open mics and but they're all of them are they, they're kind of hesitant you know yeah it's which a, is understandable you know is. whenever the hardest part about comedy stand up is just getting up there it is yeah it's the confidence thing I feel like earning your stripes and bombing and realizing that it's not that bad you know it, it's pretty bad <laughs> it I heard is, yeah I mean <laughs> you just gotta think it's just a show you know I, I guess I, I, so. I've gone through my bombs too so. Really? And what is it? So when is a bomb? It's not like it's booze. It's just, what is the worst bomb? Would you rather have people booing you or would you rather have just or straight quiet? I'd rather have straight quiet. For I never real? got booed before. I think that's worse. You think yeah, so? Yeah. <laughs> if you get booed, I think you just got to leave the stage. You got to leave. <laughs> you got to leave. <laughs> All right, guys. I we'll never saw anyone get booed too in Hawaii. I never saw anyone get booed. But ah. I've seen videos on like on YouTube and stuff where I heard stories of people getting booed. Ah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Usually if you're getting booed, it's probably like if you're talking about something that's like controversial or like oh, that or makes something sense. bad or that makes sense. I don't think they would boo you if you're like a horrible person. You, you know? do politics and stuff inside of your your uh, comedy tour. Other than David Ige, no. <laughs> yeah, so that's he's an exception. I talk about him. He's an exception. But yeah, that's what you kind of stay away from, like politics you have and, to. and like religion, just because like people would. Um, that separates people. You yes, know? yes, yeah. yes. It does. It's just because it's too polarizing. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, it definitely. Um, because half the people are Democrats, half of them are Republicans. If you yeah. only do it for one side, you're not going to ever reach the other yeah, side, yeah, you know, yeah, and you want to yeah. bridge that middle. It's yeah. nice to have your own, like, your own belief systems and stuff, too. It is. But but at the same time, comedy, if you're t- treating it as a job, I feel like, yeah. you know, you want to try to find that line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have, like, my, my, my shows, I have lots of kids coming, too. So it's a show for the whole family. Which and is smart. Yeah, it is smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what, you know, Andy and Augie said. Um, if you're gonna do comedy in Hawaii, you gotta stay clean. I was just gonna say, I, I don't, I don't think there's any ever been like a famous like dirty comic or blue comic, whatever you're saying. Yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's Melka Bang. You remember who that is? No. Yeah, he he passed away. Um, oh no. Last year, but yeah, he was a dirty comic from Hawaii, but he was well known too, and he was funny. But the opportunities, I feel like, are way less. There's no way I think yeah, plays yeah, out yeah, with yeah. the kind of like the way Hawaii is. They yeah. would do that show. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, they do have like mainland comics come in but they're like nationally known, but you know? gabriel iglesias and, uh, clean. yeah and joe coy's clean joe coy is not clean what? but yeah he's not clean but i mean he he kind of like he talks about some like sex and all that and oh that's considered not he, clean he, i thought and he, he curses too oh he curses yeah i don't remember it i was trying to think oh, back yeah, of his specials yeah, he does yeah you uh-huh. can watch him yeah he, he swears but it i mean it's fine i mean he he him too like when i see his shows there's i see kids at his shows too so um I think he was more dirtier back then, and he's kind of like branched, like kind of just leveling out a little okay. bit. I also seen Gabriel swear too now, so <laughs> a little bit. I think yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's hard to stay with the same thing. It Plus, is. it gives you like a whole new level after the fact, you know. When you can do something else, it's like, oh, okay, this guy has another level. You yeah, know, you yeah, can turn yeah, it on yeah, or yeah, off yeah. at will. But, I mean, nothing's wrong with being dirty or clean. That's just your own style. Exactly. You know? Right. I mean, I personally just chose that way. 
and just because I'm a Hawaii comedian and um, it's it opens the 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 audience the the age range Way more, more so you more seats too more seats in the crowd and and everything. So my la- my last thing then to is uh, this is a little bit more of like I guess a polarizing question for some people. What do you, what do you think of like the Dave Chappelle stuff going on right now? You you heard about all that? Yeah yeah I, I did you I'm listen to Dave the special? Chappelle, yeah I'm a Dave Chappelle fan. Um, in my opinion, it's just uh, there was definitely controversial topics he talked about and you can agree or disagree with him but it, again you gotta think it's just comedy you know that's what i always yeah. try to tell like people if too. you're not here to laugh then then what do you what are you here for exactly you know? yeah, exactly so. and it's the whole thing is it's it's a joke it's a joke yeah it's everybody's joke. told jokes yeah. before you know like it's, it's if you take it personally that's i feel like a you issue yeah. you know because yeah. he, he i felt like he portrayed it very like he, he was just very, like, blunt about things, you know? Like, yeah. he just said things, you know? And it, there was a lot of stuff he said in there that sounds, like, kind of crazy, but I never got the intention, like, he actually hates this demographic, you yeah. know? Like, he you never get that vibe from yeah. him. Yeah, and then, like, a lot of people are judging it just on watching a certain part of the special. You got to watch from the beginning. To yes, the end. I think that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've ever watch watched the, the whole skit. Yeah, yeah they're watching they like clips and then they're like, ah, that guy's bad. But yeah, they yeah, hear yeah. the lead up, and that's the whole thing with comedy. You got to listen yeah, to the listen lead to up. Everything, yeah. yeah, and then the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I got that. Yeah, I actually saw Dave Chappelle live at the comedy store. Um, what? Back in like 2019. Did he just pop in or was he actually he just headline? In. He just Shut popped in. Shut the heck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So, and he so, did, wait, he did okay. like 45 minutes. Yeah. What? So how yeah. did that happen? You're just, who did you go to watch or what was on set that night? Uh, we went went to watch, um, it's like they had like a, a lineup of comics. I forget who it was, but one of them was, was Joey Diaz. Okay. So I was how was, like, he, oh, how was him? He was funny. Yeah. Bro, was funny, but, <clears throat> so the, the way they do it at the comedy store, they have, <clears throat> they have a 15 minute spots. Okay. So, and then they have like a light that flashes and that means they got to get off. So uh-huh. that was my first time at the comedy store. I was in LA and I, tickets is like maybe 20 bucks. So it's real oh, cheap. That's cheap. Cheap, yeah. yeah. So they always have like, they had the list of people, like they run shows from from like maybe like 7 p.m. all the way to like 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. There's all different comedians and they're trying to put like the, the, the top guys in the middle. So like around like nine o'clock. That's so the that's peak how, like, time. Joy Diaz. I think Theo Vaughn was there too. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I got a picture with, with Theo and then, hey. but they don't let you bring your, I mean, you can bring your phones in, but they tell you don't. I heard you know. Dave takes your cameras away. Yeah, yeah. but that one he didn't because that's just the comedy store. There. Yeah, but yeah, some some comics at shows they 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 make you lock it in a, a envelope right. just to save the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and if you gotta use it, you gotta go in the lobby and take it out. Ah, uh, yeah. so when you went to the comedy store that night, you were watching Joey and Theo, and then what happens? Just Dave yeah, so, walks yeah. up. On stage. <laughs> yeah, so like the so they would do like a baton style comedy. So they would. Each comic, there wasn't a host, so each comic would just bring up the next comic, oh. the next comic, and all that. And then, so I think it was like after all those guys, it was getting late too, like maybe like eleven thirty midnight, and I was about to leave already. And then a, some random guy walks up with like a sheet of paper and gives gives it to this the guy that was performing. And then he looks at it and he goes, "Oh, he goes, oh, we have a special guest for you guys." And he's like, "Give it up for Dave Chappelle." That's all he said. And what your mind was just blown. Yeah, my mind. And then there was only like maybe like like like. 30 people in the crowd because it was crazy. trickling trickling away but as soon as his name got called like, like I, I turned around had like like 60 people just followed him like came out of nowhere just came right in whoa yeah. and then he had like all his like his his team like on the side like like it looked like they're like taking notes of him mm-hmm. on a set and he just was up there smoking and doing his thing doing his thing doing yeah. his thing killed so it so that was actually like um you know sticks and stones that special oh he was he was uh, practicing material for uh, that so like when i when i saw the special i was like oh i heard him say this yeah yeah, yeah. Hey. There, I heard him talk about, so he was working out yeah he's working out yeah Dude. yeah and it looked like he was like 
like drunk, but <laughs> but like I think that's how he that's how he does that's it. That's how he performs. You know? yeah, 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 and like. And it, from watching that, I thought he just was just spitballing stuff, but it's actually he actually was practicing material because it, uh, it was on the special. In the that's movie. crazy. So it, that's it must cool. be so like hard though. So he does like forty five minutes, which you yeah. said they're fifteen minute things. So he took up three spots. Yeah, Bruh, uh, they I didn't wouldn't want to go on after him. Tell him to get off. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then, then I've I remember the next guy that came on. I forget who it was. Some smaller comic, but a lot of people left. Like, I, I left too because <laughs> it was late. It was like one a.m. already. See? I was like, oh, I gotta go. Everyone <laughs> <That> left. <sucks. laughs> How do you follow Dave Chappelle? Yo, but I heard stories of him doing like four hour sets. For real? Yeah. Like I've, all, well, I think I remember hearing stories like he would just grab a, like a, like a milk carton box and go into a in park. The street, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. Like, I don't know if think I can do that. At that point, you're just talking and just. Right. Maybe just talking with the audience and stuff. I don't know. But that seems tough. I would like to sit in one of them and just see. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's honestly like as polarizing or whatever it may be for him. I feel like he's one of the smartest yeah. comment. He's the best. Uh comic alive right now i think think so yeah they're just a just a like articulation of what he's doing and like how well thought out and devised oh, yeah. things are and how there's always a bigger message you know yeah. like he always hits big big topics mm-hmm. you know it's not like just the life things which yeah. i think is hard to do his documentary he just made a documentary but he said that no company purchased it so he's actually oh, touring with the documentary i saw that on the instagram stuff yeah, right? yeah, yeah. because so. uh as soon as or people wanted to buy it and then as soon as that special came out, out yeah nobody can't everybody, everybody canceled him yeah yeah Thanks. i think he said netflix is still ho- holding on yeah but they didn't pick up the special i mean the documentary but they should They're, yeah they people should. are stupid yeah that's, that's i mean if you're dollars. getting you know canceled or not you're still getting publicity you know exactly still yeah getting people are still Probably buying, probably got more subscribers on Netflix from that special. Exactly, because people it. wanted to watch and yeah. what was the problem. And then yeah, probably yeah, after yeah. they watched it, they're like, I still don't see the problem. Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was watching it. I was like, I don't understand what people are getting yeah, mad about. I don't you know? know. Like, I think it's just social media these days. Because like, if you look at like, um, you know, Eddie Murphy and um, Richard Pryor, like if you oh, watch Pryor. one of those. Yeah specials back in the day like i feel like some of them are worse than Dave what Chappelle. was the murphy one called the one the famous one with the raw, red jacket raw yeah yeah yeah, yeah. raw <laughs> that one, bro that was bad it was bad yeah <laughs> see and that's one of the like the all-time greatest all-time greatest yeah. yeah but no one said anything back then you know so that's true that's just how it is now and you gotta adjust to it i guess you just gotta watch what you say that's another tough thing too they like just being a public figure's you got to make sure you everything scrutinized yeah like yeah. even being in public how you like maybe if you don't tip a waitress yeah, enough yeah, yeah. and stuff like that so. yeah and you probably get do you get recognized a lot that's why when you're out and stuff now yeah yeah it's crazy I is mean, it awesome yeah <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it you know like there's always people like asking for pictures and stuff like that so that's that's awesome cool, man. yeah yeah you've come so far man and i'm just really like proud of you and it's, it's this is the first time i got to know you but i get the you pres- like exude an aura of like humbleness and like all of this stuff and you know you're always giving praise to other people which i think is very important um and i really appreciate what you're doing for hawaii as a whole oh, you know like you, yeah. expanding the comedy scene here getting more eyes into hawaii yeah. and even though i'm not you know in the comedy scene or anything i just appreciate like anytime people can elevate the islands you know to yeah, a higher sure. standard so i love seeing what you're doing i gotta go i really gotta go check out those seats if they're that far back i don't know but <laughs> i gotta i gotta catch something if not i'll hit you on the blue note or something but yeah, no, man, yeah i'm, I'm excited know, yeah. and yeah if you guys I'll always be doing more shows so don't exactly don't just just not a fourth one guys it's not a fourth you, one yeah, just the last on. one at the in for please though yeah yeah you guys just get the seats <laughs> <laughs> anyway check out some more uh there are seats available still december 
12th December 12th the third Sunday show. Yeah. Sunday okay yeah so Sunday no more school you yeah. guys can go you can go on um, <laughs> tomorrowcomedy.com tomorrowcomedy.com yeah yeah tickets, check that yeah. out tickets are over there um, you guys can also follow him on his socials if you're not already following him on Instagram it's just at tomorrow underscore tomorrow underscore yeah because someone took tomorrow yeah we're going to fight you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. We're going to fight you. <laughs> but I just tell people at tomorrow and it's the first one that pops up. I got to go so. find out who has at tomorrow. Probably one super know. big solo guy and I just said I'm going to fight no, him. I don't, yeah, it's like a picture of like a like an old picture of a girl. So I don't like a baby, like a child. So I don't know. Oh, come on, is. man. Yeah. Come on. It's okay. The underscore makes I think it. it's an account that no one uses anymore. So I it's hate just, that. Yeah. Just, they should get rid of accounts that they people should. are not. I know, but you're verified with the underscore now, so it's like, oh, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, go follow him over there. Really good guy. One of the funniest people in Hawaii and just uh, all-around great human being. So, thank you. Yeah, man. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to today's podcast. We will be back uh, soon with another episode, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications. Until next time, though, stay safe, stay humble, and stay blessed. Aloha, guys. Aloha. Woo!